Welcome back to Taboo Topic. I'm your host, Ken Drew, with your hot seat edition for this Wednesday. This episode is, is inspired by what GoFundMe tried to do in stealing $10 million away from people by refusing to re- refund and give it to charities that they deemed acceptable until the backlash came and then they finally decided, oh wait, we probably shouldn't do that. We probably we should just give these people a refund. Anywho, as usual, I have some thoughts I need to share out loud. And how I think what GoFundMe did is a reflection of cancel culture and how cancel culture aligns themselves with Marxism. Before we go any further, and before we get to my before I get to share my thoughts out loud with you, we'll take a short break. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Taboo Topic. I am your host, Ken Drew, per usual. And I have some thoughts I need to share out loud with you because of what happened with GoFundMe. What GoFundMe did was an example of cancel culture. And, hun- and hence, for I believe cancel culture has levied down to the average person. Cancel culture is Marxist. They check off the boxes. Now let's set the scene though real quickly. All right, because the Canadian trucker freedom convoy has been inspiring to watch. All right, it has. Nothing says like stick it to the man. Like everyone around the globe standing in solidarity with the working class. The $10 million in donations on GoFundMe showcased how the West still has a rebellious spirit against any authoritarian measure. However, the response of the media, the ruling class, and big tech showcased how out of touch they have become with the people. Even GoFundMe, a website that was supposed to be a crowdfunding source for your average person, turned its back on the average person by deciding what causes are acceptable or not inside with the elite establishment. An elite establishment that has sided with cancel culture. And cancel culture has indeed leveled down to the average Joe or Jane. It's important to clarify that this isn't the first time GoFundMe has decided to decide what causes are acceptable or not. Remember Kyle Rittenhouse? Yeah, that's right. We're back to that kid again. They suspended his funding until after the lawsuit started to come through, started to come in through his acquittal. This should have been the first warning shot for all of us. Yet here we are, several months, several months later, after Kyle Rittenhouse's situation. GoFundMe decided to once again to spend the crowdfunding for a cause the people thought worthy of investing into. This came after they went along with the ruling class's rhetoric. These protests are unacceptable and dangerous to have, and there's violence, racist, white supremacist. It got better, however, when GoFundMe originally decided to not give the people a refund for those donations. Thank goodness for the backlash, because without the backlash and with Governor Rob DeSantis calling for an investigation, GoFundMe would have not changed its decision to give the people a refund. Still, one can only wonder if there's st- if there's some behind-the-scenes work being done with the independent crowdsource website picking and choosing which causes are acceptable. Especially during the summer of 2020, 
when they allowed people to start GoFundMe pages to give bail to individuals who committed crimes during the riots. However, if you know anything about cancel culture, they only care about what boxes you check off. The working class revolting against the establishment no longer checks off the box. The trucker protests garnered true grassroots support before their GoFundMe page was suspended. They raised enough money to remain at their national parliament for the next two years. This revolt inspired other nations to organize their own convoys against these mandates. People around the globe had enough of being lectured by an elite group who didn't have to sacrifice anything. Even here in the United States, we had our leaders preach how we needed to sacrifice for the greater good. Yet, when it came time for them to give their freedoms away, silence. Crickets. These clowns didn't have to worry about whether where their next meal was going to come from. And just like someone getting caught in a lie or in their own hypocrisy, whenever the gas pedal was pushed to question the royalty, these so-called leaders lashed out, deflected, and hid from any sense of accountability. The Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau insinuated that anyone supporting these protests had unacceptable views while cowering in his hiding place. Canadians have been obeying to their overlords up to this point, considering that every territory had a mandate of some sort, including lockdowns and curfews. Their people have gotten fully vaccinated by last year's standard anyway, at a rate of 80%, with truckers at 90%. They have been and this together to get back to their lives as promised for the last two years, only for them to be in the same status they were in when the pandemic first hit in 2020, when the first strain hit the West at least in 2020. The Canadian people were on cancel culture's good side. Anyone who steps out of line, cancel culture will do anything to bring a person down. This paradigm is in step with Marxism. Marxism serves to control the narrative. Marxism serves the elite establishment. Marxism seeks to bring down anyone who questions their ideology. Cancel culture checks off every box for what constitutes a Marxist society. Now, this is purely speculation based on observation. But perhaps it's time to start viewing the term cancel culture as a euphemistic term for Marxism. Therefore, GoFundMe has sided with Marxism. Therefore, the ruling class has sided with Marxism. Therefore, the legacy media has sided with Marxism. And, therefore, big tech has sided with Marxism. They check off all of those boxes. Stay tuned. We'll be back after this short break. Welcome back to Taboo Topic. I am your host, Ken Drew. Let me know what your thoughts are on my monologue. Do you agree or disagree? What has been your experience with cancer culture? Because like I said, it has leveled down to the average person. 
he didn't start with what's going on in Canada right now with the Freedom Convoy, but it actually started with Kyle Rittenhouse and when GoFundMe decided to suspend the crowdfunding. This is not the first time, as I mentioned in the monologue, but it seems to have progressively gotten worse. And while we're all focused on people like Joe Rogan, for example, we're ignoring the fact that we had an organization that was willing to steal money that people donated to a cause they believed in. Ten million dollars. Ten million dollars they're willing to not give a refund and give it to other organizations or charities they deem acceptable. The causes that you believe in now have to be filtered through. This is not about Marxists or liberals, because liberalism by itself, though they're more susceptible to falling into Marxist, Marxism, I should say. They're not going to be the ones to support or even consider letting an organization steal money away from the working class. The working class is something that the left championed for years. As my friend Ryan mentioned the podcast last episode with the Weekly Review last week, pay attention to who's supporting the working class right now. Who is supporting the working class revolt against tyranny? Which is kind of ironic, because in Marxist teachings, it encourages a class warfare. It encourages the working class to revolt against the elite class, the bourgeoisie, if you will. But this is the problems with Marxism, right? Is that it contradicts in it by itself. By stating, by stating it wants to have the working class revolt, but at the same time, they want the government to control everything, including speech. Ladies and gentlemen, the working class is going to have a different reality, different viewpoints than what the government officials will have. The government officials, these public servants, unless they're working a full-time job, working at a restaurant as a dishwasher or a construction worker, and they're just doing a public servant as a part-time gig, they're not going to understand your reality, and they're going to push for policies that are not going to make sense. That's one of the fatal flaws of Karl Marx's beliefs. And so, 
How do you expect this is going to play out when you have a working class that's rising up right now that's had enough of what's transpired the last two years? We have been told for the last two years, if you do this, you'll get your life back. If you do this, we promise you will end the lockdowns. If you do this, no more mandates. Every time the government has promised us something, promised to give our freedoms back, what do they do? They just pushed the, they just drew the line somewhere else, right? The, kicked the can down the road. There was another reason. There was another excuse why they couldn't give your freedoms back. And this is why I am so inspired by what's taking place in Canada. And it's inspiring other people around the world. And I think these public servants or so-called public servants who are more interested in pushing for a Marxist ideology that's part of this great reset, this is catching them off guard, and it's pissing them off. You can't control millions of individual human beings. You can't force everyone to obey your policies. You just can't. Now, why on earth, and by the way, just so you guys know, I am losing my voice, so I apologize if my voice sounds off today. <laughs> but, what do you think this is going to, how do you think this is going to play out? And I'm talking to the elite establishment right now. How do you think this is going to play out if you keep promising Promising everyone they're going to give your freedoms back and keep pushing the can, come up with excuses over and over and over again for two years. So, what do you think it's going to happen? People are going to get pissed. It's not human nature to just be locked up, cooped up inside 24 7. Trust me, I know, I've tried, and I'm an introvert. Even as an introvert, when the lockdowns first took place two years ago in 2020. As much of a homebody as I am, as much as I love to just be away from people and spend alone time, it drove me nuts. I didn't even have the option to go outside the house and do stuff. I needed social interaction still. Now, granted, I had a job, so I had a guaranteed paycheck. But for these people as well, you also have to take into consideration they had, they had livelihoods. A lot of them didn't have a government job. 
And you, Mr. Government, decided who was essential and who wasn't essential. <clears throat> and because you decided that, we had people who lost their businesses because of these lockdowns. But yet, you want to turn around and say it's these protesters and people who are against these mandates and lockdowns against these vax passports that they're the reason why the economy is in downturn oil is in turmoil excuse me you want to blame them people are waking up to your bullshit This is the silent majority not being silent anymore. Honestly, what did you think was going to happen? Now, it still baffles me that the first instinct for the GoFundMe page was not to give a refund, but was to withhold that money and give it the charities that they deem acceptable. You know who else does that in a Marxist society? Oh, wait, that's right. In a Marxist society, they do, they do that kind of shit. Newsflash. They will take your money and spend it on things they don't even believe in. They decide how your money is going to be used. Oh, you want to give this money to a cause? Yeah, no, sorry, uh, we don't agree with that, but we'll go ahead and take keep this money you gave to this cause, not give it to, and not give it to them. We're gonna take that power away from you, and we'll give it to causes that we believe in. Are you serious? If there's anyone from the GoFundMe page, by the way, listening to this, do yourself a favor and go walk off a cliff. And I know I'm not the only one that's stating this, as given that you have disabled all of your comments on your Instagram page. No one's allowed to comment on there anymore because you've gotten so much hate and deservedly so. This is what I will say as well about the GoFundMe. It's one of those situations where it seems like it started off with good intentions, this organization, this website. And I like the idea of giving a platform for the average person to come together and help fund something they believe in, right? So let's say, for example, you know someone who's dying of cancer. And the family they claim ownership to. You guys don't necessarily have the monetary funds to get 
to get that treatment. And that's where GoFundMe comes in. And people tend to have a generous heart. I have donated money to a cause before using GoFundMe. It was a great idea because I really believe in the idea that the people in our democracy, in our republic, we have the power to fix the problems, right? If we have healthcare costs are skyrocketing and everything like that, and we know people that can't afford to pay some of those medical bills, we have the power to come up with ways to make sure those bills are paid off. We have ways to, we have the power to ensure that these costs can find a way to come down. And so GoFundMe was a great way for people to govern and exercise their power to help each other out. Especially here in America, I think Americans tend to have a generous heart. They like to give. I know there's a stereotype that Americans are greedy, but I also believe that Americans are really giving as well. It's not all about take, take, take. I mean, we help out more around the globe than any other country in the world. As a matter of fact, when you think about countries that are needing of foreign aid, the United States of America is the first country to think of when they seek that relief. If we were just a greedy country, we would not be the first ones they would think of. So what happened here? Well, I have my speculations. I definitely think there's some behind the scenes work going on. And I think there's some monetary incentives as well, probably. Where GoFundMe has decided to side with this establishment that has or wants Marxism in Western society. And you know what the Bible says about money. The love of money is the root of evil. People will sell their souls just for a profit. I would not be surprised if GoFundMe, the executives, the founders, they are guilty of that as well. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. But that's what Marxist is, isn't it? It's full of greed. People talk about capitalism being greedy and everything like that. No other system steals money on purpose other than Marxism. Whether it's socialism, which is the gateway to communism, or just plain up communism, 
or other forms of Marxist government, such as fascism. And yes, I said that. If you don't think that Hitler was a Marxist, you need to reread your history books. You need to reread your history books if you do not think Hitler was a Marxist. He wasn't a communist, but that was the root of his beliefs. I digress. Do not let these tyrants scare you. We cannot let them discourage us. There's another website, an alternative to GoFundMe, that's being used right now. I think it's Send Me. Don't hold me to it. Look it up yourself. But keep up the good fight. Let this be the turning point in the history books. Let this be the turning point where we look back at this moment in time and say, we are not going to participate in your own great reset agenda, your Marxist agenda. We see right through the bullshit. We know what you're trying to do. We know you're trying to intimidate us. We won't stand by this anymore. We want our freedoms back and we want to be left alone. All it takes is civil disobedience. If you know these mandates are unlawful, don't do it. The moment you do it, you're contributing and validating that they have the power over you. And that's one of the mistakes we made when a pandemic first hit in 2020. We were so willing, and I'm guilty of this too, we were so willing to give our freedoms away that now we're in this predicament of how to fight for our freedoms. Because you know what? There was a small minority at the time that was saying, don't give up your freedoms so easily because they're not going to give your freedoms back willingly. People laughed at them then. I laughed at them. But you know who's laughing now? They are. They're the ones who are telling us, we told you so. When in history has government taken the freedoms away from people for the sake of safety and willingly, keyword, willingly, gave, that, gave it back? We're seeing it unfold before our eyes. They're not willingly giving those freedoms back for the sake of public safety and science, which even then, you can't question the science apparently now because it's coming from this elite establishment. These overlords, God forbid you question them, which again, follows right in line with Marxism. You can't question the elites. You can't question them. Shut up.
you filthy peasant. Shut up. That was our mistake, though, at the time. I hope that we can take this lesson and remember to never give our freedoms away. It has cost us so much. I already mentioned the businesses. I haven't mentioned the mental health. So many people have been hurt with their mental health, kids in particular. They haven't gone to school, especially in America, in these bluer states. You have a state like New York that wants to force a two-month-old to get the jab. This is what happens when we just willingly let the government take control of our lives for the sake of safety. What are you going to do, America? What are you going to do, Canada? If there's anyone out there in the world that are not in either of those countries, what are you going to do about those mandates? I know I have some listeners from Australia that tune in every now and then. I see the data on my website. What are you going to do? Do not let these Marxists cancel you. Do not let them cancel your freedoms away. We can focus on other things in life. It's easier to just do nothing and sit by and just comply. You don't have to deal with the trouble and everything like that. But you have to think about how this is going to affect your posterity, our posterity. Do you want them, and I'll end with this, do you want the posterity to have the same freedoms that we had, or you want to be telling them stories about how we once had those freedoms? Stay tuned. We'll be back to closing things out after this short break. And now a word from my own sponsor, me. I know, I just said my own. I just kind of gave it away right there. Isn't that coincidence? Now, this sponsor is just me. There's no money to be made off this. It's just me getting the word out. Uh, first and foremost, if you've ever wondered where the hell I get these monologues and everything like that, well, I'm glad you asked because in reality, they're just my articles from my Substack newsletter. All right, in which you can just look, find that just by tapping in the URL at kenjin296.substack.com. Arabic Kenjin296.substack.com. Spell the word engine, put the letter K in front of the word engine, then you get Kenjin, one word, 296.substack.com. And also, if you want to keep up to date when I post these articles and episodes for Taboo Topic, you can follow me on Instagram first and foremost. Just type in Kenjin underscore express, Kenjin underscore express. And then last but not least, you can also follow me on Facebook. Go to the search bar, type in Taboo Topic. Look for the logo that says Honesty Eagles Understanding. Here on this show, we dare to question narrative and think out loud, where free speech triumphs your safe space. Every Wednesday, we have a hot seat edition where I take one subject or idea and put it on the hot seat. It's in the name and it's self-explanatory. I question and I am skeptical 
or I just dig deeper and I do some research as far as why this topic and idea is so popular or why it's becoming popular or becoming a trend. So that gets on the hot seat. That's Wednesday. And on Fridays, I do a weekend review where I pick three to four stories or maybe six, depending on my mood and how much uh, time I have available on me. But I pick those stories because I think you'll find them interesting too. Stories that may be taboo and or maybe the stories themselves are not taboo, but some of the opinions that people may have are taboo. And I give my own little synopsis and also initial reactions. That's guaranteed two episodes a week, every single week, coming your way. Which you can listen to this episode, you can listen to any episode on any platform, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts even. Any episode. In order for us to have true understanding, we have to be able to be honest with each other, am I right? In order for people to have true peace in our society and our people to have true peace, we have to be able to be honest with each other. We may not necessarily like each other or agree, but at least we understand where we're coming from. If we understand where we're coming from, then we have true peace in our own society, in our own population. Amen? All right, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Taboo Topic. I am your host, Kendrew, per usual. Thanks again for tuning into today's episode. I'm not going to lie, it's a little bit difficult to press through given my voice is disappearing, but I fulfill my duties of two, two episodes a week. This hot seat edition has been a pleasure. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, please leave a review no matter what platform you listen to this podcast from, whether it's Apple, Google, or Spotify, you can now give a five-star radio on Spotify if you want. If it's anything less than a five-star, by all means, let me know so I can better serve you. But with that said, ladies and gentlemen, until Friday for the weekend review edition, where it's just going to be me, but it's going to be worth your while. Uh, I'll see you again Friday. Until then, God bless.